Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's your buddy, Jim. Today, we're going to interview. It's another person from the church I attend who lives near me, who I didn't know before. It's a it's a fairly large church. I don't know everyone who attends there. Plus, with this whole COVID thing, it's been a little strange, uh, the Sunday morning routine. But we've attended the same church for, for a while now. Have a, know a lot of the same people, have a lot of the same friends, but I don't know him that well. I'm going to get to know him today on this episode of the podcast, along with you, because we've never really spoken at length before, but he's built a great Amazon business. Word has kind of spread in this area, as I've told friends and friends have told friends about the Amazon business models that we teach around here, which are fairly unique. There's not a lot of people out there taking the approach we take. And Roger's going to go into it today with us. He's hoping to have a really big fourth quarter. And his business is at the point now where he hopes to put around five or $6,000 in the bank this month. That's after all expenses. Hopefully about twice that next month. And his business is looking to double each month is his goal right now because he's on such a great streak of finding new products that are easily sourced. We're going to talk about that on today's episode. He's also got a really great book he wrote about mindset. And we spend some time on that too. So bear with me a little bit as I get to know a guy that I've been trying to spend some time with because we live right here in the same area. We've only crossed paths for a few minutes a couple times, but we'll swap a couple stories. Then we'll get into some great Amazon actionable content and convince you that with very little money, you can start growing a very significant business with slow and steady effort and have something very special within a few months. So Roger did. That's what hundreds of people have done recently in our community as we've taught our strategies. He's another proven Amazon course student, and he's going to talk a little bit about that today. So let's jump over and join Roger Morton in the interview. You're going to love getting to know this guy. Talk to you on the other side. So Roger, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jim. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really been looking forward to this. I am beyond humble to even get the invitation. I was never in a million years I expected it, but thank you. Well, you've you've got an incredible story, which we'll get into, but I think it's pretty cool that uh, for the listeners' sake, maybe we fill them in that like we're neighbors. You actually go to the same church and uh, right. I don't know if you knew this or not, but Pastor Wayne was one of my groomsmen when I got married, stood up with him. I've known him a long time. We go way back. There's a lot of people who have popped up out of our church who are turning to Amazon success stories. Yes, there are. Yeah, there are quite a few. Quite a good few. number of them. It's words kind of spread around, and uh, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, Morgan. He was on this podcast. I'll have to put yeah. the number of that episode. Morgan Boer. Yeah, yeah. Check in with him and see how his business is doing. But, but the last time I talked to him, it was just exploding. He'd hired his mom and his daughter or his wife, excuse me, and uh, right. another kid from the church there. But. This is a business model a lot of people have jumped into, but I want to hear your story because I don't know a whole lot about it. All I know is we've crossed paths. I said, what it was like a Walmart parking lot or something, right? So the very first time you and I were introduced, it was actually my mother-in-law. Okay. Uh, you, were, you were speaking at the uh, a business meeting for the college that's running out of our church. And the, the name's escaping, my, escaping me right now, but you were speaking there and my mother-in-law's attending at the end of it, she came and grabbed me and she was like, you need to meet the guy that was speaking. I think you guys have a lot in common. So that was the, the first time that you and I ever met, uh, had a brief conversation. You gave me your business card. And then that was in, it was actually a year ago this month. It was in October. Really? Okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was in October. So then just, you know, a couple months later, we kind of 
kind of got started. I, I guess that, you know, I, I kind of followed things that were happening with the, uh, my silent team. And of course I had looked into the, the podcast and, and the book and I was very, very intrigued. I've been kind of entrepreneurial spirit most of my life. That's we blame that on my grandfather. I had my first job, job, job when I was 12, he owned a construction company and uh, brought me in, paid me $400 a week as a 12 year old in, you know, way back then. So I've, that's a good gig. I, it, it was it was fantastic, and I worked with my grandpa all day long. Just you know, that's great. He sounds like an awesome guy. Sounds like my grandpa, right? Yeah, hard yeah. hard worker, and and uh, yeah, he's built some incredible values. Man, I miss him. All my grandparents. I just lost my last grandparent. I my uh, dad, my mom's dad, just passed here recently. He, he had a couple of World War II veterans, both my grandpas. But yeah, it makes me miss a man talking about them because they, they instill some powerful stuff in us. I hope I'm as good of a grandpa as I had uh, in mine. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we decided we were going to just kind of take the leap, and then I opened a, a seller account with zero clue. I had no idea at that point. I had no idea what I was doing, other than I had heard. You and uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Boer. I'm a, I, I really yeah. like Patrick. And I get along great. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. I've, we've known them a long time too. And that's Morgan's dad, for those who don't know. And I'll, I'll stick Morgan's podcast episode in here because it's a, it's a great story. Just a young kid that he came up to me at church, not to sidetrack too much. He came up to me at church one Sunday and said, Hey, you, you know about that Amazon stuff, right? And I'm like, Hey, drop me an email. I'll, I'll send you the proven Amazon course. And I sent it to him and I didn't hear from him for, you know, we didn't talk for a year. And I, one Sunday, I'm like, hey, I heard you're, you're uh, doing okay on Amazon. And he told me his numbers. I don't remember what they were exactly. It just blew my mind. <laughs> he had right. just taken right. off right. and built an incredible business. And he's just out there hustling. That's what he does now. But yeah, so his dad actually yeah. works with him too a little bit on the biz. Right, right. But the, uh, the statement that I, I had heard multiple times was just get started. Just find something, list it, sell it. You'll gain so much experience from that. And that's literally what we did. We had $36 in my pocket, went and bought our, our first inventory purchase. And I'll, I'll share with you, it was cookies. <laughs> so $36 worth of cookies. And we put them on Amazon and they sold within a matter of a couple of days. And I looked at my wife and I was like, that's insane. So there's, we're going to have to do this. There's, there's something really to this. Uh, at that point, we kind of jumped into, into pack. The replenish course was still separate. And then so we, we purchased replens because that business model really spoke to me. I'm like, that's so scalable, and that that's something you can get that to a point and have other people run it and and kind of walk away, you know, have your your freedom walk away from it a little bit. I guess that's so, right. So we just jumped in, and here we are. I guess not to you know shorten everything, but that's 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 how it got started. That's how it got started. I, I, I love the background, man. So. Share a little bit more, fill in a few more gaps, like numbers wise and what's your job situation? What are your plans? And, um, you know, let's, let's explore the Q4 a little bit too that's upon us as we're recording this. So uh, we'll, we'll start with the, uh, the job. I actually lost my job. My position was eliminated right at the onset of COVID. So it wasn't, wasn't necessarily COVID related, but the, the position was eliminated. Uh, then, of course, COVID hit. Nobody really hiring, and with with my particular uh, background, it was we were struggling to uh, even actually get interviews, which was really odd, uh, I guess. But my wife and I, you know, we kind of looked at it as, uh, and not to turn the podcast into you know about 
all, all about God, but that's that's where my life is. And, you know, so and my wife and I looked at it like this. This is just God saying this is what you need to be doing. Just focus, focus here and stop trying to go where I'm not leading you. Yeah, it's, so it's amazing how many times in our life that, that that happens. And uh, I've been around long enough now that I know exactly what you're talking about, where it's like, man, this is really bad, God. I, I can't believe you've put me in this situation. And then six months later, you look back and you're like, oh, thank you, God, for putting me in that situation. It's right. led me to something just so incredible. Exactly, exactly. And then, so then, Romans 8.28, man, he's working all things together for our good. Maybe not on our timeline, but he's right. working all things together for our good. So we were, so I've, I've been unemployed since then. I've not, I've not found employment. And I actually, I, I stopped looking. I stopped trying to get employment and we just started hustling. I've donated plasma. I have delivered for Amazon. So I've, I've delivered packages around also. I've done uh, Instacart. I do ATM repairs on the side. That's kind of my background's really in uh, software, things like that. So ATM work is sporadic, but I, you know, I do that. It just became a case of whatever it takes, which has been my attitude for a lot of years. You know, so we just do whatever we had to do to get to where we need to be, and that's you know, so that's how we've covered our bills and put you know, put food on the table. My my wife works. She actually kind of it's a quick sidebar, I guess, for her. She was out looking at different um, places to live here in the area. We were thinking about moving, and she walked into a community. The manager there said, hey, I don't know why, but I feel like I should tell you that we're hiring. And they literally hired her as she's a property manager now for Clary that's right down the road here. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> wow, that's so great. cool. She likes her gig? Yeah, she loves it. So that's great, great, man. Works a lot with seniors, which is something that's kind of near and dear uh, to our heart. You know, we, we do a lot of volunteering with Johnson County Senior Services, things like that. So Yeah, my Andrea does as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, she, uh, yeah. Uh, she's with the hospice program, and uh, okay. had a, you just recently lost a guy she'd had some time to get pretty close to actually through the hospice. So, right. yeah, that's we've always taken our kids. You know, we you and I were kicking around some homeschool ideas before we hit the record button today. Uh, I think that's one of the most powerful things you can do as a parent is get your kids into retirement homes. Just get them in there. They'll welcome right. you with open arms. <laughs> just right. get the kids right. in there. Get them comfortable around people who maybe look a little different and they can't necessarily move, you know, as healthily as they used to, but they've got such incredible stories and, and help take care of them a little bit. That's just such a great environment. People who have a heart for that environment are very special people. And uh, it, it just as a little parenting tip, man, get your kids in there. Uh, yeah. They're volunteering and playing some, you know, play checkers or something, you know, learn checkers if they don't know how from one of these guys. And um, right. it's so right. cool that your wife's in that environment. So God bless her for that. Yeah, and we so we get our our daughter volunteers with the uh, the pantry uh, quite a bit, uh, at least at a church. We had Josh Rojas on here as a couple few episodes ago. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he worked at the food pantry there as well. So small world, man. But we're neighbors, so there's going to be a lot of connections here. You and I can do some catching yeah, up. Absolutely, <laughs> church absolutely. has been so weird lately. It's like you don't get caught up on Sundays, man. Right? No, not not at all. Not at all. So kind of. Not necessarily fast forwarding, but to get into a little bit of you know, the numbers of where we're at. Yeah. Grew, it was growing kind of slow. We had, we didn't do anything at all in the month of January. We we, we have 100% lived from Amazon payout to Amazon payout as far as the business. Uh, from, from that first $36, every penny that's gone into Amazon has been money that we've made from Amazon. 
somewhere, you know, we go from it, where you, you feel rich one week and then you're, you're broke the next week because you, know, you spend everything and all your inventory is sold out. So you're waiting for the next, that's at least that was our experience. Before. Right. Then we, you know, it kind of, it was growing pretty slow. COVID kind of kicked in. We had, we had a couple really good months in, uh, in April and May mm-hmm. were decent. And then June kind of dropped off and then we seen it was, it was scaling like, like our, our graph now goes like this. You know, so June, we did about we did right at uh, 3,000 in June, about 4,000 in July, just over five in August. Uh, we hit seven in September. And now here we are in October, where what is today's the 15th. And we're just shy of 10 grand in October at the, at this point in the month. That's so we're, awesome. we're, on, we're on track to actually do 20,000 this month. Beautiful. And what's your ROI? We are running right at 31% nice. for our net, our net our ROI. Gotcha. After right, all, right. All, after all expenses, thirty percent. So you're gonna you're hoping to put five six thousand minimum in the bank this month. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Well done, man. And tell me, how much time is that taking per week for you to pull? Like in October, what, how much time do you anticipate spending on your business? So for me, it it's kind of hard, I guess, to calculate because I, I feel like I'm I'm always in the business at the moment. Yeah. I can't. My wife laughs. She hates to take me shopping now because everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this, how is this selling? Or, yeah. or, so yeah. I'm always, uh, always looking. Every um, aisle has opportunity. Absolutely. The, the comment you made many times about walking around and everything's $100 bills. It's that, there's so much truth to that. It it's just looks like money everywhere now. I would say for October, I'm probably spending 40 hours, 40, 50 hours a week on the business. That's, you know, of course, uh, sourcing making the trips to do RA. We're doing, I'm doing OA at home. I do not go to bed until I've found a new product every day. So, or at least one to test. Um, that's, that's great. That's been yeah, a guide I've, I've been doing that a lot lately myself. I'll kind of even say, I'm, I'm not going to bed till I find one more, one more, you know, to right, test. And right. you get around and you, you sign up for some new website that you never been on before and get their 30% off discount. And Hey, there's a new replan. We're going to try it out. I think it's a total blast. It's so much fun. And uh, yeah, you've, you've definitely got... So you've got a lot of money in inventory right now. You're spending 40, 50 hours a week. You're going to have a $50,000 a month easily business before long, very, very consistently. That's the track you're on. And then 100,000 soon on the heels of that. That's just the track you're on, man. Have you found any wholesale deals yet or made any like you know exciting discoveries like, hey, this is my product now? You kind of locked it in or is it mainly replans and kind of sharing that buy box with other sellers still? So the majority of what we're doing is uh, is replans. We are, uh, I am on the path of some wholesale uh, products that I've actually been led back to from a, a previous life. At, at one point in time, I owned an, uh, a survival gear company. So we... Ah. We sold knives and camping equipment and you know, all, sure. that, all that kind of stuff. And I, at that point, you know, we we had different gear or different um, relationships with different you know different individuals throughout that like sporting goods industry. Uh, so we're kind of tracking back toward the, the sporting goods and because you know there's I've I've got some existing connections there I guess for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, so we'll we'll really start. I don't anticipate that happening really until after the first of the year. We're we're going to focus here on Q4 on the things, the products that we were selling through FBA. Most of those I have now I have uh, fulfilled by merchant listings to coincide with our FBA listings. 
and the, the fulfilled by merchant is those are kind of flying off the shelves. Uh, so we're going to, I'm, I'm kind of laser focusing on those things that's turning our capital really quickly. Right. Uh, so we, can, we grow those, those payouts so we can grow the inventory. And, and we do uh, every time uh, I'll, I'll pick at least three products and we'll, we'll test through every payout. So we're right. Like right now we're running about, we've got about hundred active SKUs, at least 200 that are, they're over here. I'm like, I got to test these. So I still have to get through them. <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's easier to, to find the hot replan that you want to test than it is to actually get out there and locate it somewhere. You right. know, that's one of the challenges. So you'll end up with a pretty nice list of stuff like, yeah, if I ever come across one of these, I'm going to source it. And then the other ones are like, wow, they're in stock all the time at the retailer right by my house. You know, so uh, you just right. never know what you're going to run into. But that's a good, solid 100 replans is a good, solid business. And, you know, at the point that you get up to, uh, what is it? Jimmy has like a rule of thumb. I think it's a thousand replans is kind of a target goal to where that's when you, it's bigger than what you can just kind of manage yourself. It's, you know, you're going to need some help and right. bring in right. some shoppers and have other people, instead of you doing the hustle, like you mentioned earlier, you kind of own a business that runs itself. You can have someone doing the shopping, someone doing the packing and the process of finding replans. It's just not complicated once you understand the process. But I love that you started off. There's a part of your story that I want to emphasize right now. It's very much in contrast to the way most people start their Amazon businesses. And it's that you started with less than $40 and you said, I'm going to turn this 40 into more money or I'm not going to do anything else with this. Let's just test it out. And that's how you started. And you've grown that way. You haven't gone out at any point and spent $10,000 on some inventory that you hope sells someday because you're going to no. market it and private label it. and all. You haven't done that. You haven't had to. It's a slow and steady path. So I just wanted to make sure the listeners realize that there's definitely a different way that this business can be done. Slow growth, steady, building something that lasts. What thoughts come to mind as I say those things? I'd love to hear what your plans are for Q4 too. So I have personally, mentally, and emotionally, I've struggled with the the slow growth because I've I've wanted I've wanted it to just explode, and suddenly we're doing a hundred hundred thousand dollars a month, and, and you know, like everyone else, I, I see the stories and I see the people that immediately they they just got started yesterday and they're already doing thirty thousand a month, and you know, that's how it, how it feels or seems. But uh, yeah, that that hasn't been our, our path, and it's been interesting for me to keep myself uh, slowed down and keep myself uh, focused on our business. And which she, I think is, is you know, and you, you kind of alluded to it also, that is something I would definitely stress to new people that are coming in. It, your business is not anyone else's business. Run your business as your business. Let it grow the way it's going to grow organically. Because like we're, you know, right now, we've got a very solid uh, foundation of a hundred different active SKUs and more SKUs to go test. And it's all just grown uh, organically. And we, I, I feel very comfortable about that. And, and where we're at now, I can see that we're on track to, you know, almost double every month. So we'll, we'll get to that, those big numbers that at this point, it'll probably feel uh, relatively quick, I guess. Yeah, it will. Um, it will. I love uh, what the, a quote that comes to mind. What, I can't remember what book it was. Maybe it'll come to me as I'm telling the example, but how much we tend to, it's human nature. We tend to 
overestimate what we can get done in the short term. Like at any given day, we'll make ourselves a to-do list and we'll put 30 things on there. Like at the end of the day, we did six of them and uh, we're wondering, you know, why couldn't I get all of them done? So we underestimate, we, well, we overestimate what we can do in a day. We underestimate what we can do over say a six month or year period with slow and steady progress. Our brains don't think that way. We want to think, what can I get done today? We're always in that mode versus if I take three steps in the right direction every day for the next six months, I'm going to have a $50,000 or $80,000 a month business. That's awesome, right? That's the mindset you need to have, not you know swing for the fences and, and hope to hit that first big private label home run with all the tools and the courses and the marketing and the risks. And it, uh, right, right. it frustrates me a lot of times. I'll see that's, you know, that's the way the vast majority of experts out there are teaching Amazon. It's, you know, do your, you buy all these expensive courses and tools, do all your research, find your product, order a thousand units or 5,000 or 10,000 units from China. And then, you know, in the next chapter, we're going to teach you how to market that product. And you're already six months in and $15,000 in, and you haven't even started to make a penny yet. That just doesn't make sense to me to pursue those models. I love the models that we teach around here. And then we'll get into private label and wholesale later once your business is, is stabilized. Those opportunities will fall in your lap. Those relationships, like you mentioned, Roger, those, those relationships are going to fall right in your lap over time. Uh, That's absolutely. You have for, oh, we didn't hear about, I didn't hear about your Q4. I want to hear your Q4 goals before we move forward. Because here we are, you mentioned we're in the middle of October as we're recording this, 2020. Uh, the right. busiest shopping month in world history for e-commerce. November is coming at us fast. I'm predicting right. it right now. It's going to just destroy all the old records. You know, with the election and the social unrest, the whole COVID thing, people are going to stay home and shop online, buddy. And we're there Absolutely. to take advantage of that. So what's your expectations? So where we're at right now, as I mentioned, we're, we're right at 10,000 midway point through uh, through October. I, I definitely expect this. We'll, we'll finish between 15 and 20,000 this month. I honestly think we'll double in November. I think with with the some of the products that we have, it's that type of you, know, you go out, you source it. And you, I'm I'm that person. I get in the car and I'm I'm immediately getting on the seller app, and updating my inventory, and it's selling you know, before you get to the next store. And I, and of course, I'm attributing a lot of that you know probably to what's happening in Q4 with everybody starting to really start start to spend now. But because of that. And there, I think I think that will contribute to us. We'll, I expect us to do probably forty thousand in in November. I honestly feel like that's that's realistic given yeah. where in we're the first at. First couple of weeks of December, you could do close to that as well. I'm thinking, whatever you do in November, if it's selling like crazy, expect to do that the first couple of weeks of December because uh, okay. it gets even crazier. People get even more desperate. Like, oh, I haven't done my shopping yet. Right. <laughs> first two weeks <laughs> up until about the eighth, nineteenth, or twentieth of December. It's going to be nuts this year. I'm really excited for our community because of, of the trends that we're seeing. That's great, right. man. I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. But I want to hear some tips. What categories are you excited about without giving away any of your product? You know, Give us some sure. good shoves in the right direction, if you could, and, and encourage the listeners today if they want to pursue this model. What's involved? Uh, so for me, of course, you know, we, we do have a lot that is tied into grocery. Uh, but the I, we're really starting to get more into it to houseware, get more into sporting goods, and a lot of that being you know we're coming into Christmas, but then right after Christmas, at least in Indiana, you know we all start going as basketball now because you know March Madness was coming, so sports is are really going to become 
little more popular, I guess. But um, so yeah, so housewares, sporting goods, the the grocery items. Even uh, last year, you know, we we did well in grocery uh, there uh, toward the end of the year. So those are definitely categories we'll we'll continue focusing on. Fantastic, yeah. And just as a little tip, as you're saying that, some people might think, well, every time I go to look at anything grocery, there's already 40 people selling it and you can't make any profit on it. You got to look for, here's a big tip. You got to look for those multi-packs, those bundles. The listings have already been set up by other sellers. They've already established some momentum. There's you know, a handful of people selling it. Share the buy box. If you can sell five or 10 a month of that item and make three to $10 each time it sells, something like that, you can build a real business very, very quickly sourcing products at full price off retail shelves or shopping online it's an incredible model. I think retail and online arbitrage have gotten a bit of a bad rap because the people associate it with scanning barcodes in the clearance aisle. Right. That's not what we're talking about at all. We're talking about buying full price retail product off the shelf as you need it. And it flips within 30 to 60 days at between 40 to 300% ROI. Find a hundred like Roger has, hundred of those items or Pretty soon you got 500, pretty soon you got 1,000. Other people are doing the shopping. You've got a pretty special business model. And I love that you're venturing outside of grocery. Although I think my theory is you could stay just in grocery replens and build a phenomenal business, but you'll find less competition. There's some low hanging fruit in these other niche markets, that, especially if you've got some connections. Like you're you right. So I just hear how your sports connections turn out for you. You need to jump into that and build some wholesale relationships, man. You're going you're gonna to just skyrocket your business. Absolutely. I've never, personally, I've never focused on the number of sellers that are on a listing. Uh, I look at how many times is, uh, is keep a showing it, it drops each month. How many sellers is it making? I don't care if there's 50 sellers, if it's selling 300 times a month, that means we're each going to get six sales, right? Right. So I have a, I have a tendency to overthink everything. And it's, it's one of my, it's one of my wife's favorite characteristics about me, I'm sure. But, um, you know, so what I really, for myself, I'm focusing on doing is I'm not overthinking it at all. You know, I listen to the podcast and I listen to the replens course. And when I, when I hear Jimmy say, Hey, if it drops 10 times a month and, and it's profitable, we're going to test it but up to this point. That is what I've done. If it shows 10 or more drops a month and I can source it profitably, I test it because it's explain that. Let's explain what drops are real quick. Uh, you want to take a stab at it? Go ahead. Because someone's out there listening going, drops? What are you talking about? Drops. So my, and yeah, this is me taking a stab at it. I guess my, my understanding, uh, when I say drops, I'm looking at the uh, the sales rank of the the item. How many times is it changing? Uh, so it's it correlates very closely to how many times a month that product is selling. So that that's what I've been going on. Well done. Yeah, the Keepa app, which is a favorite in our community. It costs a few dollars. We had, we don't have an affiliate relationship with them, but that's the only app. You know, sometimes when people come into our community and they say, you know, which of the five most popular software products that cost me $100 a month and which of these $5,000 courses should I go buy? We say, no, proven Amazon course costs you a few dollars. We should be charging so much more than we do. And the Keepa app, which will cost you a few dollars, and you're rocking. That's all you need. And in that Keepa app, like you said, Roger, it shows you a graph of sales rank. And of course, the lower the rank, the more it's selling. So every time you see a drop, it looks like a heart monitor. And every time you see a drop, that means 
some products sold. The rank went from 50,000 to 30,000. That means at least one unit sold of that product that day. So if you count the drops in a month, you know about how many units sold because as much as these big fancy software programs would like to claim that they know how many units of different products are selling, no one has a clue. Amazon does not release that information, but they do tell us the rank. And we do know that a rank drop means at least one unit sold. So you count the drops, you know about how many sold. And I think that gave a lot of people a good aha moment just now. It's not complicated, uh, especially when you realize no one except Amazon knows how many units per month are selling of any given item, unless there's one seller and it's their product. Then you can get an accurate number of how many units sold. If you got a bunch of sellers selling a popular product, no one knows how many units actually sold except Amazon. Uh, these tools can guess. But if you count the drops, like we said, that's how you can tell. So if you got a product that's dropping 100 times a month, the chart's dropping 100 times a month, that means at least 100 units sold. And if there's 10 of you selling that product, well, you can expect about 10 sales each, assuming the prices are all about the same because the buy box rotates. Right. Right. So that's the kind of stuff we cover in the replants course. We don't need to go into all of it right now, but it's not rocket science, is it? The first time you see the Keepa chart, what did you think to yourself? The very first time I seen it, I was like, I'm never going to understand this. Yeah, there's too uh, many lines. Was, too yeah, many. I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but once you realize there's three or four important lines going on, you turn off everything you don't need, uh, right. some pretty powerful information, and you can get pretty good. Um, I say it takes a couple hours to get... Yeah, 85, 90% proficient with Keepa. And that last 10% take you six, eight months just as you kind of have those aha moments. But you can be dangerous in a couple hours to where you can go out and make some money. Something I've, I've said to a few people that have contacted me just asking tips or advice. And I always say, from what I've learned up to this point of this business, it's going to be as hard as you make it. It doesn't have to be hard. If you choose to make it hard, it absolutely will be. Uh, but if you choose to listen to the advice that's being given, listen to what's being said in the course, you've broken it down so well. It just this it's one of the few times where I'm, I actually just do what I'm told, you know, when, uh, <laughs> and that's that's rare for me. <laughs> but, that's great. Uh, but it's, it's been incredibly beneficial. Even, even my wife jokes about it. It's like that I don't normally see you just doing what you're you're told to do, but. Yeah, wouldn't it be better if we just did it this way? Yeah, in our, our free Facebook group, which there's a link at silentgym.com, get in our free Facebook group. We see people come in constantly. It's, you know, I've been doing this 20 years. We've been doing the replin thing for several years now, teaching it, and constantly coming in with these incorrect preconceived notions about what it means to sell successfully on Amazon. And you can just tell by the questions they're asking. And I can just envision in my mind their garage full of product that they can't sell. <laughs> right. After having spent thousands or tens of thousands of dollars on their education and software and, and coaching, and, all, and, and I just shake my head. Because like you said, if you just follow the steps, now you got to be willing to work at it. You got to be willing, you know, you said right up front, Roger, 40, 50 hours a week is what you're going to put in this month to earn 6000 well, you're also going to be buying a whole lot of inventory that's going to sell in November and December. So you're making a whole lot more than 6000 a month. People are doing math at home. But that this is no joke. You know, you've got to be ready to put in the work. But if you put in the work, this is a very stable business model. You don't have to worry about a single competitor coming in and wiping you out because they can make the same product cheaper than you can. You don't have to worry about it. If you lose a few replens a month, okay, we'll add 15, 20 more next month. Right? right, right. It's, it's such a stable model. It's a rare 
new seller that can convince me that they shouldn't start with replens. You have to have some incredible unique advantage to talk me out of convincing you that you have to start with replens as your business right. model. Uh, right. So yeah, thanks for breaking it down from your experience. Um, yeah, I love that, you know, you're not another story like, Hey, yeah, a month in we're making a hundred thousand dollars a month. You know, we've, <laughs> we've had some of those people come through and they blow my mind too. Trust me, because I'm like, how did you do that? You know, I've 20 years I'm, I'm playing catch up. I've been doing this 20 years and you're out there right. out hustling us. But yeah, just a very real story. And, um, I love that you guys have found stability through this. What else might you tell some of the listeners who are uh, here with us today? Any other tips or strategies? Anything else come to mind about the community? So for me, again, for me personally, I am a huge believer that attitude, mindset uh, is going to trump almost anything else uh, that, that you're ever going to lay your hands on. So you know, for the for new people coming in, and I try to even share it in my post. You know, don't let yourself get mentally and emotionally beat down. Again, don't overthink it. Uh, but if you, we, we live in a world where we like to believe we can control so many things. We don't. Uh, that's you, right. you, you control your attitude, you control your actions. In yeah. my opinion, that's... That was know, so, old, I think was it a old Chuck Swindoll, I think is the one that said it, but life is 10% what happens to you. And 90% your response to it. Right, right. 90% how you react to it, right? Your reaction, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, so do the things that help you keep your mind right. Uh, whether it's, sitting, if you got to sit down and, and, you know, read a book or if you throw on a movie, whatever it is that helps you clear your head and get back into the proper mind space, because you're, you're, uh, you're going to grow, grow faster when you're mentally and emotionally comfortable. Yeah. And, and again, in, in my opinion, and I, I keep no, saying, good. you know, in my opinion, cause I'm, I'm brand new. I, I'm no, still, that, it, that's really good advice. I mean, I, life teaches you some lessons and uh, over time, uh, I know in the, in the Hebrew culture, age is valued and honored regardless of how accomplished the older person is. They're wiser than a young person because they've just seen more of life. They've right. felt the impact of the rules of the universe longer and they know right. Right. they can sniff out a bad idea faster than a young person can. And one of those things is you've got to take time to take care of yourself, refresh yourself, like, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself before your child on an airplane. Some people go like, well, no, I'm saving my child. It's like, well, you may kill yourself and your child if you try to save your child first. You got to get your own oxygen on so you have the capacity to serve those around you. Right. Right. Um, you know, that's, that, you know, as Christians and Jews, that, that uh, Judeo-Christian ethic of, of taking off a day a week, that's a big deal. Physiologically, we need that. Right, you know, right. Hustle and sustained hustle mode seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you'll burn out. You won't accomplish nearly as much. So a lot of those rules are there for a reason. And I know this, these are topics that are, are near to your heart. You've, now, you sent me an email about a book you wrote, and I didn't have a chance to look at it, confession time, because you sent it to me just yesterday and I was hoping to take a peek at it. Yeah. But I want to hear about your book and how people can get a hold of it. Tell us, you know, why you wrote that as we as we wrap this episode up. Let's get a little plug for your book in here. Okay. Okay. So there's a, a quick interesting point to the book. I, I had wanted to write a book forever. It it is I've been that guy. I, I started out, I wanted to be wanted to be successful. But I wanted that kind of success that people could, would just look at me and be like, oh, it's expensive car, nice clothes. That guy's definitely successful. And that was the success that I chased for a lot of years. 
And I, I look back on it now, I'm like, man, I wasted so much time mm-hmm. living like that. But it, it, it did, it led me down a path where I have, I have ran into so many people. They're stuck in that mindset of whatever life has handed me, that's the life I'm going to have. I, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get past that. I don't know how to uh, improve on it. So I, I became very passionate about wanting to be successful, but wanting to reach back and bring with me as many people as I possibly could, re- you know, help as many people along the way as I possibly could. And hopefully they would have more success than I would ever see. And that it led to, I started just keeping track of little thoughts I would have. I'd, I'd write down this thought and I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of neat. And, and then I was, had been praying about wanting to write a book for a very long time. One Sunday, this was, it was Saturday, Sunday morning, just after midnight, almost one o'clock in the morning. Like it, this, the things just started flooding through my head. I literally had sat in my computer and in eight hours, put, wrote this book out, but it was from, from thoughts that I had had and notes that I had taken. And, and then it felt, it just kind of happened. But the, the book is all about, it's, it's my story. It's things that I, I've gone through, things that I've uh, learned to help myself uh, grow. It's what's developed my attitude of, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I, I do not quit. I joke all the time that I can't even spell the word and I spell it K-W-I-T. Anytime I write it, that's how I, that's how I spell it. And that's great. <laughs> so you can say, I can't even spell quit. <laughs> but it, so it, it's, it's led to you know, being a huge proponent of just the attitude and, and mindset and your work ethic. Those are the things that are, are going to carry you to whatever level of success you want. I'm a fan of saying you'll have whatever success you're willing to work for. Mm. Beyond, you know, beyond that, it's it's really it's really up to you. But the book, it's a it's a very I designed it to be. It's a very quick read. It's ten separate lessons, and it's all things that have happened in my life. One, I'll, I'll share one story with you. I think you and I might have something in common on this one. Uh, but there's, there was a job that I wanted. I really wanted the job. It wasn't a fantastic job. I just really wanted it. Uh, it was at a car dealership and it was running the service department. And I went in, talked to the owner, talked to the GM, told me, no, they weren't going to hire me. Came back the next day, talked to them. They weren't going to hire me. I did this 30 days in a row. 30, nice. Every day they were open for 30 days, I showed up. I, I want this job. Here's why you should give me this job. On the 30th day, there, the owner happened to be speaking to one of his friends, and she made the comment to him. She said, where would you be had no one ever gave you a chance? And he looked at me right then and said, you know what? Start Monday. So it's just a don't give up the tenacious type of uh, uh, spirit. And the, the book the book is just filled with that. The book is called, the title is Mediocrity is a Choice. And I've, I've titled that because I fully believe if you feel like you're living a life that's less than the life you want or less than the life that's been promised to you, uh, there are a lot of things you can do, a lot of choices that you can personally make that will turn that around almost immediately. So and the, I wrote the book with the hopes that it would you know, maybe break down some walls, break down some barriers. It's a great people. title too. Mediocrity yeah. is a choice. I'm reminded yeah. of uh, my friend, author, Daniel Lappin, who he says, we're the only part of God's creation that can wake up one day and say, I don't like where I'm at. I don't like the situation I'm in. I'm going to change it. Nothing right. else in God's creation is capable of doing that. Just right. Right. what a gift that is. 
Absolutely. You can take advantage of it or not, right? You could be in a completely different place. Not by the end of the day necessarily, but you could take three steps in the right direction by the end of the day, and do, which will take you thing. thousands of miles over the course of months and years to, to an incredible place. That's it, great. It, Mediocrity a, is a choice. It's on Amazon, I'm assuming, right? It, it is available uh, on Amazon. It's uh, in, uh, you can get it in paperback. Uh, you can get it uh, a Kindle version. I have a copy of it on my desk. If you'd like yeah, to let's see, see the it, cover man. of it, I can, can show that just one of those. See a one picture of, the of it. Hopefully help you make a few sales and get some people motivated. <laughs> I love it. That's the that's failure in mediocrity. Is that what it says on the bottom? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, did you publish that through Kindle KDP? I did. Yes. Yeah. Which is uh, you know, another, uh, another model. And we're, that's another one we're going to, we're going to start exploring that a little more. Uh, my, my daughter's an artist. Uh, fantastic uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start finding ways to get her artwork out there and we're, we'll do that through uh, through kdp yeah that's great we've got uh, some incredible content on that subject as well both inside the proven amazon course and in our community uh the 10 books in 10 days i'll stick a link to that in the in the show notes today for the listeners too so you can check out that course but uh, it, you can do low content and no content books very inexpensive actually i'll give a plug right now for one i've got Jenny Hunt put this one together for us. This is our the Proven Conference official manual. And for our conference, it's coming up here as we record this in just a few days. But it's just a low content book because I'm flipping through. It's just, you know, it's lines. She put a few quotes in there in different places. But it's, it's a low content book. You can put together 10 of these in 10 days. with The course right. teaches you how to do that. Or like Roger did, sit down over a weekend. And actually, the first book I wrote, I wrote over a weekend as well. Great. Never thought I'd be an author, but here I am, million plus books sold later. <laughs> and when people ask what I do, that's the easiest answer to give that makes sense to people. Uh, I'm an author. It's great to be able to say that. Right. <laughs> Man, Roger, it's really cool hanging out with you, buddy, and uh, getting to know you a little bit better. And we're neighbors, man. So I'm sure we'll be running into each other, probably out hitting, getting, grabbing replans, right? I'm, I'm sure I'll <laughs> yeah, see you. For, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, any final thoughts or parting words of wisdom as we wrap this one up? The final, the final word of wisdom. I guess the one of the things that um, you know, I see a lot of people seems like they're posting at least lately. To, I can't find anything. I can't find anything. Help me. What what should I sell on Amazon or what can I sell on Amazon? The best advice I could give for that: just pick a store, walk into the store, turn left, go to that aisle, start going through the products. That's it. Keep it super simple. There, yeah. the products are going to be there. That you're going to find them. You just just start putting that that level of work in. Don't try to find what what in your mind is going to be that gold mine product because that's probably not the way it's going to work out. Right. Uh, what's going to be your best product is something you never expected, but you were out looking and you found it. I know that's that's been our experience. Definitely, things that I would have thought, oh man, everybody's going to buy this. I should put that on Amazon. Nobody buys. I like it, but I'm one person. <laughs> that's right. It reminds me of the advice that we give when people are sourcing books. We're like, if you've heard of the author, or if the title makes sense to you, or if you know a handful of people that might find that book interesting, that's a bad product. You want to get the books where you've never heard of the author, and the subject makes you say, "Who on earth would ever read this?" Those are the books that you want to source. And two, when you go into that store and turn left, like Roger said, you're not scanning barcodes because that's way too specific. That gets you looking at one product, one UPC code. You don't want to do that. 
you want to type in the brand name of a brand that maybe you've never heard of. It's like, well, I've never heard of that brand before. Type it into amazon.com. Search the results from highest priced items to lowest price. See if there's like a 15 pack bundle for the 32 okay. ounce version of that product. And you can order it right. online by the case. You can make 50 bucks a case and it's selling fast. That's how you find the great opportunities, right? It's not scanning uh, barcodes. It's finding you. brands and then digging into right. it a little bit. Right. I have never scanned a barcode. I've never used the picture scanner. I've never done that. I see a wow. product. I go to amazon.com. I type it in. I see what comes up. And then I'll I'll take the ASIN and put that into seller, uh, the seller app. As long as I'm not uh, restricted or it's not gated or anything like that, we, we move forward. That's awesome. That. Never I, scan I, barcodes. Man, those of us who no, come... I, I one time. Uh, back in the eBay sourcing, the early Amazon day, it was you know, the advice everyone was given back then, let's say seven years ago, was scan everything, barcode, scan every barcode you can find. And a lot of people build incredible businesses that way, but they, it's a lot slower than what we're talking about doing. And there's a lot more competition too, because you're talking about single units typically of, of items. You want to get into right. the bundles, multi-packs, let That's other cool. users set up the listings and you just kind of come in and, and jump on there and sell at the price they're selling at and share that buy box. It's a beautiful model. Definitely. Advice, Definitely. Real good advice. Some real good themes in here today. So I appreciate your time, Roger. Well, man, uh, I want to get back to together with you again once you uh, hit those big numbers, man. I think you'll be at 50000 a month in no time. And let's get you back on here and you can talk yeah, about the journey from, from where you are to that. How's that sound? Absolutely. Look forward to it. It'll be fantastic. Can't wait, man. God bless you and your family. And uh, thank you for, thank them for me for loaning you to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And I'll address the listeners too. Thanks for hanging out with Roger and I today. Just a casual conversation. But if you're paying attention, there's a million dollar business model in what we just talked about today. And we've got the proof. A whole lot of people in our community, we just blew by 600 testimonials in our free Facebook group. And Roger's been a, a couple of those posts in there, just jumping in, updating us on his progress. We We can't be accused of only sharing the big crazy, you know, six figure, seven figure success story. Hey, we talk about people who are in the in the trenches doing the real work every day around here as well. And Roger's one of those guys, man. You just always pop he's always popping in, being encouraging. That's the kind of community we have. So if you're not part of it, we want you to be a part of it. Come see for yourself Roger's posts. You can see him right there, along with sixty thousand plus other people in our in our community. Hey, this is Jim. Just when you thought this episode was over, we've got a couple extra minutes of really good bonus content for you here. Roger contacted me after this episode and said, Hey Jim, could we redo the episode? There's a couple things I left out that I really wanted to say. And I said, Hey man, there's no need to redo the episode because it's phenomenal. How about you just send me a few minutes of you saying what you wanted to say? So that's what we're going to do now. This is Roger for about five minutes worth of things he left out. And I'm just letting you know that he was so excited to talk to you guys and to share with the business building warriors of this community that we just had to add this on. So here's Roger one last time. So I, I contacted Jim after this episode because I just I felt there were some things that I left out that I really wanted to share. Um, first off, uh, thank you, Jim, for allowing me to add my thoughts. No, that's not the norm, and it uh, might even be a first for the podcast. Uh, I kind of have a history of not doing things the way others have done them and sometimes uh, making things harder than they need to be. Uh, so I apologize for that. So I know uh, Jim asks for my story a couple of times and 
each time it seemed like my mind went straight to the story of my e-commerce business. And in my head, I'm saying, uh, you know, what tip can I give that'll help someone break through a wall? Or how can I explain my Amazon journey so that others will benefit from it? But I ultimately realized that that's not really where I can bring value to this podcast. And it's not really where I can be the most helpful uh, to someone who's listening, who's maybe struggling with something. Now I could, I can go back through my life and I could recount, you know, all the hardships I've endured and hardships that some of you have experienced as well. But uh, rather than go through all that, I, you know, I thought I'd just give a, a few of my greatest hits instead. You know, I grew up poor, had very little, uh, most at any given time, we had nine, 10 people living in our house, multiple families, went through various forms of child abuse, you know, no details needed on that. Went through uh, alcohol addiction, drug addiction. I spent some time in jail, almost took my own life at one point. Uh, I was homeless for a while, you know, so a list of things, but the, these are some of my best ones. You know, I guess some people would maybe look at my life and say, well, you know, you have every reason to just give up and accept the hand that life has given you, you know, too much bad, too many failures uh, for you to be successful. But I don't, uh, I don't see it that way. You know, I feel that because of my troubles, uh, the hardships, failures that I've gone through, I feel I have a responsibility to succeed so that others will know they can too. But in the end, what I knew I really wanted to share with you is, is what's happening right here and now, you know, because in all of our lives, that's what's most important uh, today, not yesterday. For me, you know, it all revolves around my family. They really are uh, my why, really. Uh, you know, I, I have a wife who's so far out of my league, it's not even funny. You know, if you've heard the term, he outkicked his coverage. Uh, well, when I somehow convinced her to marry me, I must have been kicking like uh, Adam and a Terry. I have an amazing daughter. She's intelligent, very talented, beautiful young lady. Uh, guys, I'm, I am blessed beyond belief. And ultimately, nothing I did in my past matters. You know, today I, I have full control of my actions and my attitude. And that's really what I want everyone to believe about themselves. You know, what's going to have the largest impact on your future is what you do today. It doesn't have to be something huge. You know, you complete a marathon one step at a time. So take one step today. Pick one thing, complete it, you know, and then use the energy that you're going to gain from that to complete the next thing and so on and so on. There's a great book. It's called Eat the Frog. I recommend it. Find it. Read it. You know, eventually you're going to look up and you're going to see that you're standing at the finish line and the goal that you've been chasing is right there in front of you. You know, I don't, uh, I don't have some great words of wisdom. that are going to change your life and make you successful. I've got no magic wand that I can wave and fix everything, you know, that you're facing right now. But, uh, that here's a promise. If you'll lean in and make the decision that you deserve to be happy and successful because you do and then decide that you're willing to work as hard as you have to in order to achieve that, I can almost guarantee that you will. I mean, really, that's the secret to success, you know, right there. Decide you deserve it, and then work your butt off to get it. It's a, it's not a get-rich-quick mentality. It's a, it's a whatever-it-takes mentality. You know, you already have everything you need to be happy and successful. Now you just have to believe it and start working for it. But uh, you know, don't make the mistake of thinking that putting in time is the same as putting in effort. So I think uh, I think that's what I wanted to say. You know, I think that's what was on my heart to uh, to add to this episode. I truly hope this helps someone. Again, Jim, thank you for letting me add these thoughts. Um, make today a great day, everyone. God bless the business building warriors. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. 
We'll have another great episode for you real soon. Until then, be safe, keep selling, keep plugging away, Business Building Warrior. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.